0: Welcome to Missionary Talks, where we talk with missionaries and learn about their lives and work. In this episode of Missionary Talks, I'm talking with Larry and Philip Allred, along with Armando Yam, We four had taken a trip to another city to do a medical missions team, and basically we were there as interpreters and people to share the gospel. Armando speaks Spanish, so I'll interpret those parts for you in this episode. This trip was to the city of Valladolid, and we worked in the villages around the main city there, going in and and setting up a medical clinic and a dental clinic, and inviting people in and presenting the gospel to them while they were there. In this episode, you'll hear the name DIF mentioned, D-I-F. It's the government arm in Mexico that deals with medical in the poor areas, medical and family relationships. And so we were able to work with this government organization to help us get into the villages and really facilitate what we were doing. I start this episode by asking Larry to sum up the trip for us and what he did during the week.
1: Okay, well, uh, mostly what I was doing was probably running triage for uh, some of the medical and the dental workers as well as trying to administrate just some of the work. Uh, It was a real blessing to be able to just help wherever I was needed. And of course... uh, uh, with a team that large, there's a lot to be done. Sometimes it might be taking water to the to the doctors and the dentist, or it may be uh, moving some boxes or taking some medicine all the way to the point of writing prescriptions and uh, looking at teeth. And so we got to do a little bit of all of that as well as presenting the gospel. So we had a, a great variety of things to do, and uh, we just got to take part in a lot of things, get a lot of different experience and work as a group that way. Philip, what types
0: of activities did you take part in this week?
2: Well, I helped with um, the dentist, and I was like the assistant translator because um, I can speak English and Spanish, so um, so I was more helpful in the dentist department, and that's what I um, help with all week.
0: What I did with the week is I did some translating. Uh, one of the interesting things I thought about this particular trip and we experienced this last year when we did the same thing was that there's a lot of people who still speak maya in these villages so we had the doctor asking questions in english and then i would take it from english to spanish and then a translate another translator would take the question from spanish to maya the person would answer the question and then it would come back through the two different translators back to the doctor and so then um, not always sure that the doctor was thinking the same thing the patient was <laughs> when it was all over with. But uh, I did a lot of translating and then triage, like Larry said. We, we both took care- part of that, and that's where we basically just try to figure out what was basically wrong with the patient so we'd know which t- uh, type of doctor to send them to. Armando, what t- types of things did you do uh, during the
3: week? We were evangelizing
0: in each village we went to.
3: Some people received Christ. It It was a marvelous experience
0: experience for me. Philip, do you have any particular... You were with the dentist most of the time. Do you have any particular dental story that uh, maybe was uh, humorous or interesting that you saw?
2: Some of the things were interesting, um, like infections around the teeth and stuff. And uh, we also took out a tooth that had part of the bone connected to it, so we had to... We had to um, cut the bone with with the gum that was stuck to it.
0: No, y'all were primarily just doing extractions. Did y'all do anything besides that?
2: That's really it, because we didn't have anything to fill cavities with or anything else. So all we did was pull teeth.
0: Larry, did you see any particular interesting case, medical case that came through or or... or- Maybe in your case, having spent a lot of time in triage, you dealt with some people but then never knew what the outcome was. Did you have anything that came through that you may be curious about as to how it came out?
1: Well, yeah, I know there's a, a young gal that came through. I say a young gal. I'm talking about a, a four-year-old child, and she had the cleft palate. And uh, it was in pretty bad shape. I mean, it was to the point that she could not even eat as a normal child. And so we were trying to get her scheduled with the DIF here in Mexico to be scheduled for surgery on November the 9th. Uh, to see if they could not take care of that cleft palate for this young gal because it wasn't just her lip was separated in the front, even her teeth and gums uh, all the way up to her nose was separated. But the doctors seemed to think that uh, they'll be able to come down, take care of that for that child free of charge because if that doesn't happen, uh, this child will probably live with this problem for the rest of their life and uh, they do not have money to be able to pay a doctor to get that fixed.
0: We also had, of course, the spiritual aspect of things that we were there to evangelize, and we used the the medical team as a, a jumping-off point to be able to do evangelization, and that's what Armando uh, primarily worked in. I'm going to ask Armando to give us a testimony of somebody who got saved during the week that was particularly exciting for him.
3: Yes, what happened with, with Candy right? was because something that was not in the plan. Because we went to take the gospel to a village which had physical needs, but Candy was talking with me
0: and opened her heart because she felt the need to seek Christ. Then talking with her, she understood it was necessary to give her life to Christ
3: so that her life
0: could change and she could receive the gift of God.
3: She then opened up and shared with me her needs
0: and the things she was struggling with, which helped me explain the gospel to
3: her. This, for me,
0: was something that surprised me, because really, being able to talk with her was not in the plan for why we went.
3: It was something beyond my expectations. For me, it
0: is a testimony of how God is working in hearts of people when His Word is presented correctly.
3: How would you describe, Larry, the
0: whole idea of having a medical trip to be able to present the Gospel? Uh, do you think it's effective? Obviously, we did it this week. Uh, do you think it's effective and... Uh, Would you encourage people to take trips like this if they could? Oh, I definitely
1: would. Honestly, just years ago, uh, just a few years ago, you know, I would not have given you a dime for medical missions because I just simply did not understand how they worked and how. How God used them to open doors. Uh, we were just talking, Armando and I, uh, just a couple of days ago, about how many people we've had an opportunity to present the gospel to. You know, we do real well if if we are able to win one or two to the Lord each week, and we're thankful for those people. But we saw this week because people could see that we cared about them. Uh, they were willing to listen to us, present the gospel to them. We were able to present the gospel actually to every person that come to see a doctor. So I'd say well over fifty percent of the people that heard the gospel literally uh, took time and prayed and said, I'd like to receive Christ as Lord and Savior. So we're really praying that that sticks, that these people were serious uh, and that they'll have an opportunity to grow and someone can do follow-up with them. So yes, I think medical missions opens doors much larger than just going and passing out tracts. We've, we've passed out tracts for years. There's over 50,000 tracts we've passed out in the northern part of our city in Medida. And I say we have maybe one out of a thousand will come to church from one of those tracts. But we saw that one out of every two that received a Bible and heard a gospel this
0: week, received Christ as Lord and Savior. As far as the, the doctors' standpoint, of course, I can't speak for them necessarily. But I, I know, just talking with them this week, they were excited about the opportunity to be able to do this. and And though they couldn't talk to the people directly, and though they couldn't share the gospel in the native language of of the people here, they were able to facilitate the sharing of the gospel and every everybody had a part there were some people that of course were the doctors then we had the translators we had people what we called logistics people people that were just there to help show people where to go and where to stand and where to wait and every one of them are important and in a trip like this you can see that whole team concept uh, working well though I couldn't be a doctor I couldn't be the pharmacist everybody had their own part and we were able to see people saved because of this. Of course, we, we helped people physically, but then we were able to help people spiritually. The, the trip was put together by CMDA, which is the Christian Medical and Dental Association. And uh, they have a short-term mission team arm. It's called GHO, Global Health Outreach. And so that's who put together the trip this week, and we were able to work with them as they came down here. They take trips around the world. If you would like more information about G.H.O., then you can contact me, David, at MissionaryTalks.com, and I'll have a link to to their information at the Missionary Talks website. Uh, you can go there and, and get that information. Uh, but the they put together teams constantly for these types of trips, and so you can get some information on that. And then, of course, there's other trips that are available. But i just encourage you... If you have a tr- chance to take a short-term trip for us, though we're missionaries ministering on the field, uh, this was a short-term trip for us as well. We were able to take part in something that we normally wouldn't be able to uh, within our own personal ministries. Outside of the the medical stuff that we did in the villages, Larry and part of the team went to one of the prisons. Uh, Larry, can you tell us about what y'all did in the prison and what the outcome of that was? That was really a highlight of this trip for me because, you know,
1: a prison is normally not one of the uh, things on the list for us to go into. We're always going into a a different village, uh, from day after day. But this time diff had worked out a situation where we was able to go in and take care of some dental. We didn't go in with medical, it was just dental. And, um, it's very interesting you know when we get to the prison they said it was not a high security prison it was a low security so it wouldn't be a lot of problems uh, but when you go in and and you see that you have two police with machine guns you know around their necks with their hands on the triggers and standing on the roof and stuff and they call it low security. You feel like it's more like high security. And, uh, it's a little bit scary going in. They went behind three, uh, metal steel doors before you got into where the people were. And then all of a sudden when you went through that third door, you're actually out in the courtyard with them. And, uh, that was a little denerving for the first 30 minutes, but we, uh, started feeling real comfortable. The Lord gave us a real peace to work with the prisoners there as they'd come in and get dental work done. And so we had three dentists going and, uh, we, at the end of the time of, of the, the time that was allotted for us to be able to work with the prisoners and and fix their teeth. I think we had about 20-some that needed extractions. And uh, we decided we was going to go out and give them all a toothbrush. So we had plenty of toothbrushes for everyone. There's like 100, I think there's 151 prisoners that were inside uh, that prison that particular day. And we t- decided we're going to go out and ask if the guards would let them all come out to the courtyard with us, let the dentist present how to brush their teeth properly and how to do some uh, dental care, and then give every one of them a Bible. And then after that, I was going to present the gospel to them uh, and then see how many would like to or uh, Christ as Lord and Savior after uh, presenting the gospel very clear, and the guards allowed that. They said, "Well, sure, that's okay." So many of them come out. I say many; they all came out because they're fixing to get a free toothbrush. And the dentist goes through the routine and tells how to do so. Then we give each and every one of them a copy of the New Testament, and then I just explain the gospel to each and every one of them out loud and carry them through the Romans Road. And and when we got through at the end, we had a great turnout. There's many people that raised their hand for salvation. And I just prayed out loud, and they were, they prayed as well. Uh, they said, yes, that's what we want to do. and receive Christ. I understand that Jesus Christ is the only way. I understand there is no other, and I understand I'm saved by faith. I know it's not by works. And they said, from my heart, I believe Christ is the Son of God, and I'll accept Him. And so during that time, we had several raise their hand for salvation. And what was really interesting is that even the guards, several of the guards raised their hands for salvation and prayed to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So at the end of going through... Through five different times presenting the gospel, giving out the toothbrushes and the Bibles through the different modules, we had five different modules that we went to, we had, I think, somewhere real close to uh, probably 80 or 90 out of the 151, 155 different inmates that, that prayed to receive Christ as Lord and Savior. So, I mean, that was a highlight of a day uh, for me, just thinking, you know, they saw the dentist come in. They cared for them. Again, there's medical missions working for you. They saw that they cared. They gave their time. They gave them all their medicine free. They didn't charge them one cent for anything. And then gave them toothbrushes. Then we gave them New Testaments. They were more than happy to, to listen to the gospel. And they cut them loose out in the courtyard. It was right there with them. No protection um, between us and them. We just talked to them, loved them. They appreciated it, and several, I I can't tell you how many of them came up and thanked me for teaching them the Bible and, and said they received Christ as Lord and Savior. But you could see that there was a real difference. People really prayed, were really excited, and I had several ask me, would I please come
0: back and teach them the Bible again? That was the highlight of my week. Armando, this was the first time you've taken this trip. Was there anything that was a surprise to you as to what we were able to do? And I think this was the first type of trip you've done like this.
3: This is the first time I've
0: had an experience like this. But something I want to share is that before coming on this mission trip, during Easter week, I was asking why I should go.
3: Before coming, I had been praying for each
0: person that I would meet. I said, Lord, I don't know who these people are,
3: I don't know who I will
0: fellowship with during the week, but I know they are brothers in Christ, and I ask that you would bless them. After having met them, I had a new experience in my life.
3: In reality, during this week, I learned a few things and I have grown
0: in various aspects of my life. For example, tolerance, how to be more humble, allow the Lord to lead, and to be a blessing to those who are around me.
3: For the people in the villages,
0: and the brothers who were the doctors, and for each person that was there, was a blessing to me. It was a new experience, and a blessing to my life.
3: Of course,
0: it wasn't all work we we did have some play time and uh, uh had some enjoyable times fellowshipping with one another. Larry, uh anything particularly enjoyable that but outside of the ministry obviously and the uh, the work that we were able to do that was just fun for you?
1: I enjoyed actually uh a lot of the fellowships that we had amongst the people just um um the time that we could just talk after uh mealtime at night about the day and just kind of hear about uh, some of the the stories the doctors and the dentists uh, would tell and just talk about some of the things that happened in their lives and just the relationships and fellowship that we had. Uh, the rela- relationships that we built. I mean, it was sad uh, today because today was our last day, and we're, of course, we're on our way home right now, and, and they're on their way home. And, and it was sad saying goodbye to a lot of them. I mean, we built friendships that we feel so close to that we've only been together and have only known each other for five days. And I mean, there's tears uh, to, to say goodbye. Uh, to a lot of them we won't see again for a long time, maybe not ever see
0: again. Folks you've never known, and, and you, you miss them already. So, For me, obviously, the, the listeners to Missionary Talks knows that I like to talk to people and and ask questions, interview people. Uh, so for me, just sitting around talking, as, as Larry mentioned, uh, just sitting around talking and, and having fellowship with people and getting to learn about other people's lives and what they do, uh, so it's just an enjoyable time to, to sit around and fellowship with other Christians. And of course, we got to speak English all week. Uh, so that was enjoyable. We did, uh, we did a lot of, uh, Spanish speaking, uh, it, during the translations, but then during our, our fun time, we could sit around and, and talk English and actually understand each other's jokes and things. So that, that was an enjoyable time for me. Armando, can you tell us anything, uh, particularly enjoyable? that was fun for you, outside of ministry?
3: Well,
0: what was fun for me during the week were the times we spent together walking to the dining area, the jokes, the talent show the last night,
3: the mariachi band, and all the time we spent
0: joking around.
3: Pues sí lo que más me en durante este tiempo fuera del Ministerio.
0: If you'd like more information about uh, the trip you can go to missionarytalks.com and I'll have a link to, to different resources that you can get and more information about this type of trip. Uh, but is there anything you'd like to share as we close, Larry or Philip or Armando? Larry?
1: Uh, I would just like to encourage folks to um, to really if you have an opportunity to go on a medical Trip somewhere that you can serve and medical trips aren't all about doctors sometimes uh the medical trips are they need helpers to help people to translate if you uh, speak english and spanish or another foreign language it may be an opportunity you can go and and work and serve uh if it's a another trip uh, for say it's um, a construction site or so something that you can do to help build a church or to paint or to work or to just go and do a sightseeing trip i encourage everyone to take an opportunity to go on a mission trip in their life Take a week. Don't just go off for a day or two. Take a full week. Go somewhere and be a servant somewhere on another field. I think it will open the eyes of your heart. And uh, I think we need to get out of our comfort zone sometimes. I think we need to get out and see that there's other cultures besides our own. Uh, and God broke my heart to be a missionary because I went on a mission trip for one week I would not be here today if it was not for going on a one week mission trip with our church uh to Mexico and here I am serving in Mexico and God broke my heart there I did not even speak the language I stayed confused half the time about what people were saying but God took a people that didn't know me a people that I didn't know and he broke my heart for missions and within just 4 or 5 days you know let God do a work in your heart let him use you
3: pues lo que quiero compartir es de que
0: the thing that Armando said at the end was that he and I personally had built a great relationship, though we had known each other for a while, this was the first time we had really spent any time together, and for me too, it was great to see a national with the spiritual maturity that he had, even though he too is a young person, he seems to have grown well and learned a lot in the churches that he's been in, and I praise the Lord for the friendship that we were able to make during the week. I, I want to encourage you as well as what Larry said and that is go on a trip if you're able to take a short term trip take the opportunity. Uh, I've said it many times, talk to your pastor find out uh, different opportunities that you might have within your own church or through an agency that your pastor could recommend for you You've been listening to Missionary Talks with David Peach. Please visit us at MissionaryTalks.com